Join us, Ariana and Liana, as we navigate the human experience. The good, the bad, and the ridiculous. Share the adventures of life with us, friendship, laughter, and love. So buckle up, enjoy the ride, and and don't don't forget forget to subscribe. Hello, welcome to another episode. It's been a while. A long while, actually. Out of our recording mojo a little bit. Yeah, we are. I think it's a mix of lockdown and just Mm -hmm. health. Also, we're recording at the Zoom as well. So we've been recording together most of 2021. So we're like going back to our old beginning of how we started, literally. But it's weird. It's nice and weird. I do like being near you and having, like, each other's energy, though. Oh, it's a different vibe, <laughs> completely, especially when we laugh and then we, like, hit each other with our hands. And, <laughs> and now our, zo- our Zoom laughs are, like, out of, out of sync. Out of sync? <laughs> oh, that's funny. But Anyways. we just wanted to chat a bit about study, uni, what we Navigating your life. <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, like career pathways. Yeah, we're very lost candidly. at the moment. Both of us are very lost. We're not coming from a viewpoint of being like, we've got it all together. This is what we've done. I think Liana's kind of excited about my mini breakdown because it means we're finally in the same <laughs> life stage again. We're both, I know, it's so we're both lost together. <laughs> we're both lost. Not that I would ever wish that upon anyone, but it's nice no, to like, talk about it and get each other. I can actually fully understand how you feel now and we can it's too much. support each other yeah, so exactly, much better. Exactly. But I think that we're not alone in this and it can feel super lonely when you're trying to navigate uni and be like, is this what I really want to do? Is this the career I want? So it's nice to talk about I actually about think that stuff. we're not even lost, if that makes sense. I think everyone is lost i think what we lack is maybe confidence Mm, i don't think it's that we're lost i think we just are feeling like i don't know if i'm qualified for this can i do this will i be good at this it's all those like anxiety and i think also like for me and i'm sure for you too like comparing ourselves with other people and like age in terms of age yeah, like, and especially those influencers um, who have completely different life paths to us. Like a lot of them haven't even been to uni, but they're like mm-hmm. married, want to have kids, have a house, live this great life, like yeah. have a great income already. And you just put pressure on yourself for this unnecessary timeline. I'm like, well, oh we're my all gosh, on our I own can't. journeys. And I'm like, I can't start another uni degree. That means I'll be 27 when I graduate. And it's like. But really, when you think about it, that's actually so, so young. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not even like a quarter into our life. That's true. That's really true. I need, <laughs> I need to internalize these thoughts. Yeah. But anyway, before we get deep into that, should we give. Mm-hmm. I think we should give a joint recommendation because I feel like okay. we've been liking the exact same thing. And that's probably what every single person listening also In the likes. whole world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that is Sour Olivia. Olivia from- Rodrigo's album. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Amazing. I can't. Her songwriting just, is out of this world. She so is such clever. a Swifty. You can see where all of her inspiration and songwriting has stemmed from. 
like mm-hmm. the way that she um, structures her songs is just gives me but so even many like swifty the vibes. Control in oh. her voice. Oh, her and tone like is the so emotion. Beautiful. The motion yeah, you she actually, can put you in can the words. You can feel the pain. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I've never had a breakup, but I cry and I feel as though I have when I listen to it. Yeah. It's so definitely good. a relatable album. Love it. Do you have a favourite song? Um, I love... I'm doing the sizes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can you go first? This is really hard for me. To be honest, I, I love do... Trader. Oh, Trader's really good. I also, I love the slower ones. Like I love One Step Forward, Three Steps Back. I love it because that it's like really good. got the music, the um, soundtrack from New Year's Day, the Taylor Swift song. So I really mm-hmm. like that, bringing that piano in. I think Good For You is great just for like bopping to in the car, kind of a road trip song. I love but that But then I, I really do love the ones that are like Enough For You makes me literally cry. And then like Favourite Crime, oh, my gosh. Favourite Crime's amazing. <sighs> All of them are so good. <sighs> the fact and that also we can't the even last choose. One? What's the last yeah, one? Hope, hope You're okay. okay, I think. That one breaks my heart because I think everyone can relate to that. There's just, like, such good themes as well, like, comparison. It's, like, so real. Even with Brutal, when she's like, oh, like, it's brutal out here. Like, that's literally how you feel in the social media world that we live in, this generation. It's amazing. Like, it is so brutal, that comparison. Yeah, it is. And it's so, it feels like, it feels like an entry into the diary of, like, teens, 20-year-olds, you know? Oh, I think she's going to be... Like for the 15-year-olds now, she's going to be their idol growing up as she continues to release albums like this. I hope she is. She's amazing. So talented. Okay. All right. Shall we start? Let's get into the juiciness. Okay. So do you want to start with maybe what (laughs) you you started studying? (laughs) Oh, gosh. Here we go. My study trajectory. Okay. We'll do our lives since year 12. Okay. So maybe talk about what you were thinking and then how you decided. Yeah. So we all know that daunting, if there's any year 12 students out there, we all know that daunting time of having to put in your preferences in VTAC and trying to like, you're like going to open days, looking on the computer, like which uni is better for this? Would I like this? I mm-hmm. watched like so many YouTube videos of like day in the life of a social worker. This that. <laughs> Because I'm like, I don't know. How do you know? Like, you're 18 years old. How do you know how to navigate your whole rest of your life career, you know? I don't think you're expected to. I just think that we were very, the kind of people who were like, we don't want to make the wrong Mistakes. decision. This is the be all and end all, even though it seriously doesn't matter if you pick something and hate it or love it. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so <still> I, <laughs> I took a year off I took a gap year so anyone that's thinking of taking a gap year I'd say if you feel motivated enough and trust yourself enough and you want to study afterwards and you, you know yourself best people are going to be like oh you're not going to want to go back you know that kind of deal honestly who cares if you know yourself best and Mm. you have to have confidence in your own decision for me it was the best thing I ever did I had to get some surgery done so not as cute gap here as most people but I also went and no no (laughs) Europe I also did an internship in Africa so anyway my preferences were that I wanted to do which was the one that was first was social work and psychology double degree 
And the second one <laughs> was occupational therapy. So I was tossing up between those two. They're kind of similar, but one's more counseling, one on one based, I'd say. Very like I think OT health. probably would have been really hands on. And then OT is very hands on, but also like it's a, just a different style of therapy. Anyway. Yeah. So then I went away up here. Then I went and did one whole year of social work and psychology. And it dawned on me, I think, halfway through second semester, I was like, I hate, don't like this. I was coming home crying because I felt so drained and just sick after school because I'm like, it's just so... I can't even explain a social work degree to you. It's incredible. Everyone who does social work, I you are my idol, but like the stuff you learn is so draining and the world looks so bleak for a long time because it's just like I think it depends whoa. on your personality too because yeah. if you're someone who's really, really like you're, an, I think, a sponge. You just absorb yeah, all the emotions around you and yeah. I think it was just like too real. It was so, like, I know this stuff is going on in the world, but being, just thinking about actually being with real people. Liana, you would call me from your car (sighs) when you had a case study about, like, a child who had a mother who, you know, was addicted or something. You would Mm -hmm. literally call me and cry and be like, what am I going to do if this is a real kid? Like, I just want to take them all home and adopt them all. I think, like, you grow up knowing stuff like this is happening. But when you're doing your social work degree, it's not figures anymore. Everything becomes faces and real yeah. people. And I was like, this is a lot. And the type of person I am, I take things home with me and they really affect me. So I'm like, being in this environment every day, I think I'd be good for my client, but it wouldn't be good for me. So I felt quite selfish making that decision, honestly. But after speaking with my mom, Ariana, different people, they were like, you know what? You can help in so many different ways. You're not a bad person if you can't get through this degree. The thing is, my teachers in social work were incredible. And I remember one day they were like, she was like to us, how are you feeling? It was like semester two and like exam time. So we're all really stressed. But she was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I would go to uni feeling like a zombie. I was like, honestly, I don't know if I want to study this anymore. And I was so scared to say that, but I was at that po- you know that point where all your fear of saying something just goes it's away point. because you're so sick of it. You know what I mean? Like you don't care mm-hmm. anymore. I physically did not care. Like I just needed to be honest because I'm like, I'm so over it. Like, so yeah. I said, I don't know whether to do this degree. Her response was so amazing and she really helped me. She was, this is in front of the whole class. <laughs> there was only like That's 15. brave. There was only 15 of us, but still, like, you know. And she said, I'm so proud of you for saying that and recognizing that because you don't know how many people just do things because they feel stuck in something when they have these mm. inclinations. And she said, I honestly think you'd be an incredible social worker, but judging on what you're saying, I don't know if it'd be good for you. Yeah, you've got to put yourself first. You're the one who has to be with yourself every single day for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So. And also, I was already seeing how it impacted my internal world and then I'm like, it's going to impact everyone in my life as well if I'm coming home drained every day. Mm. Like, that's yeah, not yeah. healthy for anyone. So she really helped me to be like, she's like, this isn't selfish. This is actually being 
the opposite of selfish because you're seeing right now that you want to be the best for your clients and the people around you and you. So I commend you. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) I really need to Mm. hear that. And then it was the dreaded, what do I do next? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I hated that feeling. And it's sad to say that I'm back in that place. But just that feeling of just being lost, like knowing that I don't want to do this, but I don't know what else to do. I felt like so lost because I feel like there's a lack of support for people who are already in like their 20s like I was like Mm -hmm. 20 but yeah being with the first years again you feel really out of place but also like there's who do I turn to like at school you had your career advisor and it's like if you make a mistake when you're like 18 it's like oh whatever but I'm like I've already taken a gap year and done a first year Anyway, so then I was with one of my friends after uni and he went to a different uni and we caught up afterwards and I literally just started crying because I was like, I hate this, but I don't know what to do. And it was just like debilitating because I'm like, I know I want to be in uni, but I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that Ariana and I will like talk about this a bit later, but it's just that feeling of knowing that you could be happy in so many careers or that you would like oh so my gosh yes careers. that hits so hard ah <laughs> oh, it's so I know that it can sound a bit like oh we my don't God. I don't think either of us have one passion like what I mean by one passion is we're mm. not like I a hundred percent love love science um, like yeah love something I want to be a scientist and I literally want to be a researcher in a lab in this area we're not like that. We're like, oh, I mean, making graphics is kind of fun. Oh, wait, I like to sing on the side. I could make a little album. I could do this. I could do that. Yeah, we probably are more the majority than the minority. I think people just don't speak about it, so we feel really out of place. There's very few people like, I want to be a teacher in year seven yeah. and they're still being a teacher, you know. Yeah, Things that's true. Change. I think also depending on the school you go to, you have kids who are going to be much more like mm-hmm. driven and a lot of the time that does come from their mm-hmm. family and parents and I guess what they spoke about growing up because I did have friends who were like, I 100% want to do this and they actually have done it now or they're like working towards it yeah. after their degree. So- Me too, definitely. And I would envy them. <laughs> <laughs> but also I think we get to explore many more parts of ourselves and we get to realize maybe I feel like we'll end up getting to a place where we're really really content this is a thing I think like during this process I'm like I don't want to be in a I don't want to get it wrong you know and I don't want to be in it's a that career. pressure though that's going to stop you from listening to your gut yeah exactly and it's like my drive to want to do something that I love and to impact the world around me in a positive way has always been bigger than me mm. like feeling stuck Same and I'm here. thankful yeah. for that but it also is so annoying because I'm ne- I'm mm-hmm. like unsettled you know yes yes but mm. I know in the long run I'll be happier so it's see like, we know uh, the funny thing about all of this is that we know what each other should do and we've always known what each other should do and we've told each other this literally forever like you'd be really good at this you should just do it and then I say the same to Liana and we yeah don't listen to each other every time and I think (laughs) if we actually for once maybe listened 
properly actually absorbed what we were saying in our conversations when Mm -hmm. we speak about feeling lost, I actually think we'd be happier if we listened, like listening back to this episode, if we give each other some advice or something at the end. That's true. I feel like it would be helpful. There's just that pressure though, like of being judged or what should I do? Oh my gosh, I'm too old to start again. But anyway, so then I decided to do international business and arts, which is what I'm currently enrolled in. So I did a whole year in that and I actually loved my arts component. So it's like international studies. It's really interesting, all about globalization, global politics, great stuff to know. But I only did one business unit and the way that the the whole uni structured is really unsustainable. They literally want you to be studying in order to do your double degree. I think it's like something like 10 months of the year. I don't think I even get a proper set of holidays because it's just intertwined. It's so full on. It's too much. Anyways, and then after that, my my thought process was I really want to work in like something like social enterprise, social justice kind of ventures. And then I got sick, and I'm still sick, last year during halfway through the semester, and getting through semester two was so hard because I was so sick, but now I have had to, like from doctor's orders, take a whole year off of uni, and now I've had space to actually think about, again, what I'm doing. Maybe a little bit too much space Yes, to think. but also, like, I'm glad because I did have this inclination in me. Yeah, I think I'd say four months ago it started like in my heart like I don't know if this is the right thing and I was yeah. like oh I'm not having that feeling again this is terrible feeling I hated that season of my life I finally feel secure but here I am again questioning my <laughs> career choices <laughs> As so right now Yeah, and it's scary to admit. Like, I was very scared to speak to my family about it. It slipped out of my sister's mouth on the dinner table the other night, so then it had to become a family discussion, and I was so not ready. Like, I'm the type of person that I want to get everything sorted on my own to then present the idea to someone because I'm scared of being seen in that vulnerable process of not knowing. I think a lot of people are like that, though. They want to know in their heart that it's right. They don't just want to be flipping and changing and seem like they have uh-huh. no idea, especially when it's about, like, your future, something so important. Yeah. I don't want to be seen as someone that's not stable or someone that doesn't know or, like, because I am a very driven person. I just haven't found the thing that's right for me, if that makes sense. But I, I, I always have this, you probably feel it too, I always have this thing in my heart that I need to prove to everyone, for myself and other people. Yeah, okay. I just yeah. need to prove that, I don't know what it is, that I can See, do I don't it. Think, I don't think I have that. I think for me it's more internal. It's not so much about anyone else. It's frustrating being in my head because I'm like, how can I not know what I want to do? Like, it's my life. And it's supposed to be like your 20s are, I don't know, presented as this incredible time of like, you know, self-discovery and like all this freedom and choice. And I'm like, I don't want freedom. I want to go back to school where I got told what to do, when to eat recess, when to eat lunch, literally have such a structured routine because I find it so hard. It's like, so what do I do? 
Like, what do I do? I know. I don't know. Because we're so scared of getting everything wrong because we both are perfectionists and we want to seem like we have everything together. But it's like, Mm -hmm. no one has anything together, even if they know their career. I was saying this before, fake it till you make it. Yeah, they're probably feeling a bit lost in another area of their life. And I think that's normal. And I think that is your 20s. Like, (laughs) but yeah. So now I'm struggling literally have had so many sleepless nights like what what should i do what should i do what should i do our sleepless nights is what made us talk about this because we both weren't sleeping yes. and we we hadn't spoken for literally a week and then i was like hey how are you like i can't sleep i'm like i can't sleep and then we were like <laughs> why and it was literally for the same reasons and we're just always on the same wavelength and it's pretty funny even when we can't see <gasps> it's each other. just sad because i love studying I'm like, these aren't the right things. But you know what? You were doing so many things. Liana just started a business, (laughs) Meadow Blue Collective. Go check it out on Insta. We'll leave it in the show notes. I make macrame rainbows. It's hard because at this time we talk about this too. Because of COVID, also because I'm sick, I don't have Mm. a job. I don't have uni right now. I have nothing. So I was I'm like, I have no income coming in. Like, I'm not even saving. Like, 20s are supposed to be your saving yeah. years. So, yes, I created my own They're not business. supposed to be your saving years, <laughs> though. I think that's what we think they're Have internalised. Yeah. yeah. I think that your 20s are very much glorified and romanticised as this thing that you have to get all your shit together. But it's like, it's so much pressure. I don't know. I internalise so that hard. pressure a lot. Yeah. It's hard. Because I'm like, oh, my gosh, but these people that I went to school with are literally in their career right now. Yeah, that's what what I was saying earlier, like how people know what they want to do. They go, they study it, they get a job, and they move up in the ranks until they get their perfect, like, ideal career. And I'm like, what? How do you even know? And there's just, like, this stigma of, like, dropping out of uni or, like, changing courses. Like, oh, why do you want to do that? (laughs) oh and it's like now I have to tell everyone again that I want to change that's just (laughs) embarrassing but I don't see it as embarrassing I kind of see it more as like brave that you can actually (laughs) be truthful to what you really know deep down because some people also stay would have stayed say in your first psychology social work degree done it that's true done all those years of the same degree and and literally done nothing with it that yeah. would have been so much worse for you to do yeah. a whole degree and then be lost. Yeah, I think just that, that drive in me to know, like, I know that it's not the right thing and I need to listen to that voice or I'll just be eaten alive. <laughs> I'm See, thankful I'm, for I'm it. the same as you. I know when something is it's not off. right, but yeah. then I don't know what would be right. To do right. about it. I don't know what would yes. be right, but I know that it's wrong. Yeah, frustrating. We're parallel. We're paralyzed by like <laughs> wanting to do the right thing, but it's like, what is the right thing? We've just made up this concept in our brains. Literally. That's so true. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Everyone's living their own lives and no one's watching us, but it's just this pressure. And I'm sure, I hope someone that's listening can relate mm-hmm. <sighs> because it's a true thing. It is a true thing. We're with you. Just because we've got a podcast, we don't have it all together. Okay? <laughs> we don't. We do not at all. Oh, Far from it. I know. I'm like putting off speaking about it. I don't well, want to speak, gonna about, speak about it soon. Well, okay, oh. where I'm at right now, I'm just looking through different 
degrees and speaking to people. Okay, I would say if you're in this place, do not speak to everyone about it because too many opinions can also be paralyzing. But speak to your people that you actually trust and know you a lot. I would only speak to people if you value their opinion. That's what I would say. Yes, because I have also fell in the trap of trying to be affirmed by everyone around me. Validation, validation, yeah. It's Yes, it's not going to – no one's going to – not everyone's going to be on the same page. And I just need you to know, like, you know yourself more than anyone else. Because I feel like when I'm like, oh, I know what it is, I have made my decision, I feel like I need to prove to everyone it's the right thing and they have to agree, you know, Mm. and be passionate as me. But it's like, no, you're the one that's making the decision and that's okay. It's not their life. They don't care about it as much as you do. So now I'm contemplating what I want to do again (laughs) and I'm going in between thinking about doing either design and like space yeah. or occupational therapy which is back at square one which I just want to shoot myself in the foot for design 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 but also you need to listen to yourself I'm just saying what I thought literally from when I first met you I thought you were going to make like graphics or do something yeah. really creative but when I've like well, that's what I thought and I felt settled when I was speaking to you about it the other day but then yeah. I took a step back and I kind of just went through all of the things that I've ever wanted to do and ever want to do. Like, mm. I literally, okay. I have my diary here. This can be, thank- like, helpful if you're in this space. Well, I actually have a thing that says, I don't know, in the middle, and all these arrows coming out of it. And it has okay, so it's like that a I'm diagram. Yeah, it has everything that I'm doing in my life. So I've got Meadow Blue in there. I've got my health journey, the podcast. I'm also doing a childcare certificate right now. So I've got that there. I'm very passionate about wanting to get Montessori trained. Wait, maybe say what Montessori is because I think some people might not know. So Montessori is like a alternative way of learning and it's like a whole philosophy of learning created by this incredible incredible woman her name was Maria Montessori and she like she's passed away now but she was I think it was in World War II era in Italy so back then women were not educated but she got herself through uni and she started working with the kids in like the Italian slums Mm -hmm. and she came up with this whole philosophy of learning that's based on child-based and led learning so the teacher isn't the in control of a child's learning. It's actually the kid that's in control and the teacher's a facilitator of that learning and allows and creates an environment for that. So I'm very passionate about that. I went to Montessori Kinder. It's the best balance of psych and teaching for me. So I'm like, this is incredible. It's, it's really hands-on practical learning and Which so I much love. like. So it, I think it's much more helpful for people who feel like indecisive or lost mm-hmm. um, to well, learn also, in a way, like even as a kid, I'm sure we were similar to what we are now, like feeling a bit yeah. unsure or underconfident. Yeah. And that, that style of learning is just so like, it makes you it's feel so empowered. Cool. Exactly. It's all about empowering the child and allowing them to follow their desires and what they yeah. want. And I'm like, that's incredible. Imagine if our education system was a little bit more than that, we probably wouldn't be scared to actually say what we wanted. Mm, exactly. <laughs> you know? Because 
we both went to schools that spoon fed us, so it's hard to know mm. what to do. We were in an education system and it was like, you have to do this, 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 this essay, this way, blah, blah, blah. And then when you get to uni, it's like, whoa, I get to decide everything now? It goes like from mm. all to nothing. It's a lot. Yeah. You need, there needs to be like a, a stepping stone in between. Yeah, I just feel like the way that the education system is now, at least in Australia, it's not catered to empowering the student to make no, their own decisions. It's actually fear-based, most of it, because you're freaking out yeah. about studying for this exam where you only really need it, no 2% of the Mm -hmm. content for that career Mm -hmm. and you're putting all this pressure on yourself and it only sits in your short-term memory because you go and you memorize everything cram 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 you do this exam if you ask me like what I learned from my exams (laughs) like I finished my degree I don't know like over a year ago I literally only remember the very basic principles because you don't need those finer details what you need is interview skills communication skills like everything they don't they neglect everything they neglect is what you need exactly so i literally wrote a spread and i encourage you to do so if you're like me and don't or ariana and don't know where to go next and then i wrote maybe i would want to be a teacher i like this is what i'm doing (laughs) now design but then i kind of realized like even if i was to do design i would want to do it for a space and create space for like kids with special needs or that kind of catering yeah yeah you don't want to be like an interior designer for a wealthy family. no I get that yeah. so then I was like thinking about the correlations between all these things so I would like encourage you to do the same so we'll just take me as an example from all of them I think it's safe to say that I want to work with people in the community and those most vulnerable mm-hmm. and one-on-one with them so then I was like I don't know if design's the right thing because even if I want to do design I want to do it in this very small sected way and it's not one-on-one based like it's very behind your computer yeah it is and depending on what you make it though yeah of course of course but I think it's more geared to people that are good I need, I'm like an extrovert, so I like energy around me. I yeah, like okay. stuff like that. So um, yeah. I, I just kind of thought of it that way and it helped me be like, you know what? I, then I looked up to degrees like what would be good for like special needs degrees or working with autistic kids and it came up with occupational therapy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to look at this. I want to ignore it because I, I didn't choose it in Back at square one, yeah. Yeah. But you didn't know yourself as well as you know yourself now then. So you yeah. can't be hard on yourself. Yeah. And then I looked into it and I I watched TikToks. <laughs> you know what? People. Use it's those actually, resources. Help me. Look up like any degree you want. So like occupational therapy. And I'm like, oh my gosh, being a like pediatric occupational therapist. That's like everything that I've ever wanted in one. That, you know what's funny? That was also on, in my top list for year 12 for what to do. That's funny. Oh, it's so funny. I'm trying not to get mad at myself because I feel like in my heart, like, that's the right decision for me. And it does incorporate everything, even design, like, to the fact that you're designing all these classrooms and these spaces for children 
or people that mm. need to be helped in a specific way or need to feel like Man, they you have could a open space. a school. And it also incorporates teaching. Yes. And it also incorporates like counseling in and therapy in like a more detached manner. So I'm just like mm. oh my gosh. Like <laughs> we're back to square one, but now I'm like I would be settled more in that decision, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But then it's daunting because, like, that's four years of my life I still have to study. Yeah, but you shouldn't be thinking about that now. If it's something you really want to do, yeah, you won't be like, oh, my gosh, one year, two year, three years. You'll be like, wow, how am I going to get some experience while I'm doing mm-hmm. this degree and network with people who mm-hmm. do it and do it. You'll want to do, you know, more exciting things like mentorships and internships because you'll be so, like, passionate Well, you have about to, it. Yeah. Yeah, you do with this degree. Work. You have to, yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm still in the middle of everything, but so get yourself a big sheet of paper. Right, I don't know in the center. Yeah, and then have and some little headings coming off, and just yeah. If I'm honest with the myself, gaps. when I yeah, when I saw myself doing business, it was to work in that sector anyway. You know, it kind of yeah. all comes together in a weird way. And although you don't want to hear it, you can use the one year from the first degree and the one year from the second degree. You don't have to have that piece of paper. You know the knowledge. It's in your That's brain. True. That's true. So and there were all of that. That's true. And there were stuff that I can base in everyday life. I don't know if you have this, Ariana, but if, mm. I was, if I'm being honest with myself, you know when you kind of have like not visions but like yep. you can see yourself doing something? Yeah, if I'm honest, it dawned on me the other day. I always saw myself in the specific one-on-one with a child, like or with someone else in that space. It wasn't the detached parts of like getting the business together or getting the design together. And I'm like, I've always craved like, oh, but if I'm on that side, I hope I can do something like inside or go and check it out or like. You know, yeah. like actually, I think it's engage. because you want to make you want to make a bigger impact, but you also want to be the person who's right in there, and you can't yeah. do both at the same time because you're I only like one person. I like being active. Yeah, I like being active and like engaging. It fits my vision, if that makes sense. Like everything that well, I there think we go. About, I'm like it fits. But you know, you don't need to make that decision today. It's okay. <laughs> I know. But are you like this? If until I made the decision, I can't sleep. Everything is consuming me. Like I just think about that the whole time. That's me. Of course, I don't sleep it's already. Terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I'm like, why can't I just have these different things in my brain that I'm working through, not having to work out right yeah. now? Well, as I was actually speaking to this mum who I nanny for a lot and she's a psychologist and she said to me ariana you need to sit with your distress and i was like what do you mean and she was like you need to learn she was like you need to sit and feel uncomfortable without thinking and overthinking because by thinking about it you're never going to actually come to any conclusion you just need to learn to be okay to not know like be okay with uncertainty that's hard and i was like she sent me this whole paragraph which was so helpful but i was like but how do I do that? Like, thanks for the information. It sounds great. It's confronting. But I don't know what to know do. know what to do. <laughs> but I'm glad that I have people around me who, like, she knows me very well 
and yeah. she will give me advice like that when I need it the most. Like I was finding it hard to mm-hmm. like I wasn't sleeping and she was like, well, focus on this. And I was like, okay, like yeah. it doesn't happen overnight, yeah. but people just reminding you. I still love you and I don't see you any different if you're torn between exactly. the two. Like, I'm not going to be any more of a best friend if you knew exactly what career you wanted to do. No way. Do you know what I mean? But that's what you tell yourself. I think it would be more annoying if one of us was 100% (laughs) like thriving and the other one was like dying on the other side because we wouldn't have, we wouldn't be able to relate the way we relate now. Because in every chapter of our lives, we've literally felt pretty much the same within the span of a year, we'll end up feeling the same. So that's why we connect so well. That's I think. true, but I think we're just being honest, and I'm proud of ourselves for being honest for maybe one of the first oh, times. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ariana. Oh, here we go. Your yours is a bit different to mine, but we're in the same space still, which is so interesting. Look, yeah, I feel as though as I'm in the same space as you are there, although it may not appear the same because I have my yeah on piece paper, of paper my it doesn't yeah, yeah exactly. So, so tell me. Okay, so in year 12, I had a lot of overthinking, overthinking, overthinking every day. How have my parents sent me to such a good school and I've done so well, like, Mm -hmm. because I'm a really hard worker and I don't know what I want to do with my life. Yeah. Yeah, how can I, like, have this great mark this ATAR this number that doesn't even define me but how can I have like gotten into yeah. basically everything yeah. and then not know what to do like other people like I had cousins who didn't do as well and they ended they up knew. getting their way through a different yeah. path but they yeah. got to exactly where they wanted to be and I'm yeah. like I had that right from the beginning and I just was didn't know I didn't know yeah that's me so <laughs> yep I just didn't know all oh, yeah I would just think about it and be like why don't I know why don't I know why don't yep. I also had really horrible mental health especially mm-hmm. in that year so mm-hmm. I think my whole mind was absorbed with that over actually researching or thinking about career prospects because I was so just mm-hmm. like in my head about everything else yep. so that probably didn't help yeah I don't know I didn't really I wasn't sure I went to the careers counselor and I literally was like to him I mean I like I'm a foodie and I like healthy eating and like encouraging people to eat well. And mm-hmm. I go to a naturopath and I was like, and I also go to a naturopath. Like, I don't know. And did you I actually was, say that? Yeah. Cause I was, yeah, I just said, I really didn't know. And I was like, and then I said to him, but I also love teaching and, but mm-hmm. I hate the education system. Like I wouldn't want to contribute to yeah. that. I'd want to teach I in another too. way. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I can do like nutrition education or something like that. Mm -hmm. But this was like the end of the year. I was like, maybe I can do that. And then I was like, okay, I'll just do this degree at Deakin, which is business slash economics kind of, as well as food and nutrition. So really, yeah. So that's what I like wanted to do because I was like, oh, like that'll. It's not so like as science focused. It's a bit broader. Yeah. So that's what I thought I was going to do and I literally got to uni and I was like, no, 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 I don't want to do business, I don't want to do economics, I hate stati- – I looked. I was looking at third-year subjects, this is my problem, and I was like, I don't want to do statistics, I don't want to do – oh, my gosh, like I can't do that, it's too hard, I don't want to do accounting. So I was like, I'll just do food and nutrition because oh, yeah. I, I love food. And I think I went into the degree mm. because I was 
like really like like I had bad gut health and I was so obsessed with like healthy eating and all this stuff which isn't actually healthy I'll learn I'll learn to like how I can improve all of my like my health problems and I feel like I kind of went into the degree thinking that I was gonna like almost fix myself which is not why you should Mm -hmm. do a degree I mean it ended up being for the best I think because I learned so much about like Mm -hmm. just like actually how your body metabolizes food and everything that I learned that most yeah. of my internal problems and stuff it's were not due wasted. to like stress and anxiety. Like I learned, I learned a lot. So I finished my food and nutrition science degree and then, and I took a little bit of a gap at one point because I was so overstudy. I was literally just crying all the time and I went to Europe. That was worth it. Recommend, take mm-hmm. a break and but also just see the world. Before that, we were in like, before that, we were in a time of crisis, mental health crisis, both of us. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I feel like that's for <laughs> that's for another long yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we weren't doing we were, we we weren't thriving. Let's put it that way. Basically, I went into my degree kind of for right and wrong reasons. Like I did enjoy cooking and healthy eating and stuff, but probably in a very like obsessive way. And I don't know, I learned a lot in my degree that actually has like helped me become much more balanced person overall. So I don't know, I'm glad I did nutrition science. I could be like, I could practice as a nutritionist if I want now. I just have this feeling of like, I'm not qualified and I don't, I can't explain that to people, but I didn't really do But you are proper, qualified. <laughs> but I imagine like placement literally after, imagine if in your year 12 year, you focused heavily on one thing and they said, after that, you can go do it. But you've never done it in the real world. Yeah. What do you mean? I don't yeah. know how to, how do I run a consult with yeah. someone? Like, to be honest, if I was in this situation, I would just work it out and do it because yeah. I have the knowledge. But I'm like, how, how do I go about this it's so much it's daunting and mm-hmm. I finished and I just like haven't gone back or done anything since and because of COVID I think that's a very common fear after your degree mm. though yeah I mean depending on what your how practical and hands-on your degree is because yeah I know that some nutrition degrees like at private unis like say Endeavor and stuff they go for an extra year and you do consulting within the degrees practice so you feel very confident when you graduate to go and work and just at this point now um kind of similar to Liana where I have a few options but I I don't know what the best option is Mm-hmm. for me to be my happiest like I just don't know so I can I've been I was thinking about should I do a master's in dietetics and then I can be a dietitian I don't really want to practice in a hospital or a clinic as a dietitian but I would use the credentials to do other things within like health writing and stuff like that and I probably would practice for a bit and hopefully like go into like a specialization in gut health or women's health or something so that I could be like a specialist in an area and be more passionate about that. But then I'm also like, do I really just want to be sitting for a year or two getting experience or even longer in nursing homes, you know, working out like 
meal plans for people with eating disorders. Like, do I really want to do that every day in a hospital Be surrounded kind of setting? By that. Yeah, like it's just a bit overwhelming, yeah. especially if yeah. you've had, you know, those like unhealthy obsessions too. It's not the best space to be in all the time. But then the other option is the natural aspect, like natural remedies and stuff. So I have always gone to a naturopath, literally obsessed with Mm -hmm. like different teas and herbs and like roots. Like the other day I was having trouble like sleeping and I had reflux and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like take, get some licorice tea because licorice root is good for this. And I, I love like Mm -hmm. how the earth has so many things that can I'm not going to say heal us. I mean, like, can say work Encourage our healing. And can yeah. also possibly work, like, alongside, like, you know, Different medication methods. or something yeah, exactly. as well. Exactly. And, like, I'm not all for, like, oh, cool, like, you know, never take Panadol again. Just take this special herb and you'll be fine. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's a great There's approach. A I just think, like, a more holistic approach. Do I study a nutrition. degree to be a naturopath yeah, or do I a become a dietitian? a dietitian? Yeah. But then I'm also like, wait, I, oh, I do still kind of love teaching. I could teach health and human development. I could teach food tech. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's hard. so hard. It is hard, but I think from my perspective, naturally your inclination is to try and encourage people in a natural way. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. <laughs> and I feel like it's like with me, like I always try and turn off that voice in my brain, but maybe yep. that's the voice you should be listening to. Yeah. But possibly. you are the only one that knows that, you know. Yeah. It's hard because you know, but you're in a place of unknowing. Like your body knows and your heart knows, I feel like. A few months ago, I was like, I want to study. Like I'm ready to study again. I've had a yeah. break for like nearly a year, like I actually yeah. want to do something, which I was like, okay, that's positive. At least I, I know yeah, I want exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. So true. I was like, that's cool, what can really I true. Yeah, so I was like, what can I do mid-year? And I was like, well, I can do naturopathy. Like I went and spoke to them at a, in like a private consult with one of the people mm-hmm. who like works there. And she was like, you can start basically any month because it's like a private uni, so kind of up to you. And she mm-hmm. told me it really excited me because she was like, you can knock a whole year off your degree because you've studied nutrition science so I could be an atropath in three years so then I was like cool done I'm doing that then I go back to my little friend google and I realized that Mm. I can move from I did my first degree at Deakin so I realized that if I went to a different uni such as Monash I Mm. could start my degree in dietetics like a master's mid-year because they only take people got coming from different unis mid-year for that particular degree so I was like cool doing the master's application because I'm not so sure about going doing something so like alternative and yeah also dietetics I could do in like a year one and a half to two years so it's yeah much more appealing the timeline thing is very attractive (laughs) also like the prospect the job prospects like cool if I'm a dietitian in two years I can get a job in so many different places yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll do that. Then I applied. And because I didn't initially have this particular like uni in my horizon at all, I didn't do prerequisite units to get into the yeah. masters of this uni. Yeah. But I didn't That's check also that before. Hard. But when you don't know, how are you going to look at all that exactly. stuff? Exactly. Well, I never thought I would end up going to <gasps> um, it's this hard. different uni. I never thought yeah. I would really change. So I 
applied and then didn't get in like last week because they were like, even though you got a distinction in your degree, you did not complete this one like statistics unit. And I was like, what? Statistics to be a dietitian? What are you talking about? So I didn't get in. And I spent literally the whole lockdown week doing the application, getting re- references and everything. It's so disheartening because you you know how hard you've worked though, and you know your capacity to be able. Well, to it's do so the annoying. But did so well in that degree, worked so hard, and I probably had overall like pretty high marks compared to yeah. the some people majority of people who were yeah who were applying. It's just that they completed this one unit that's not even relevant to nutrition. Uh, it's so disheartening. That's a lot of the education system as well, like trying to separate us from each other. Yeah. It's just this comparison and it's like, how can we yeah. not be comparing ourselves to everyone else when yes. our literal education system mm-hmm. is based on comparison? Exactly, exactly. <sighs> well, that's kind of what also um, made me a little bit more proud of this like private uni because I spoke to them and they were like, anybody can – do this degree you don't have to have a degree qualification before you do it you just have to really be passionate about it and want to do it the thing is they were like within the degree it is really challenging very yeah you have to keep up and there's a lot of there are exams and things like that but you will do a whole year or more like a year to two years of consults like they have a clinic so i was like oh my gosh that's amazing but it's just this fear that, like, what about if I was happier doing something as else. a dietitian, and then that was I could do that so much more quickly. And what yeah. about if I did both? It's just ugh, a lot. It's hard, but also like it's really hard. But I love what you said because that uni, the in, the, mm-hmm. the individual one, what is it called? Oh, um, Endeavor. Yeah, Endeavor. It's a private uni. They accept everyone, but it doesn't mean that what you're learning is any easier it's just no. that everyone is able to try it everybody has an opportunity it's and exactly. whoever stays it's accessible. in the degree and finish it finishes it is obviously someone who is working hard and passionate it's accessible because i think that's another big thing about uni transferring and all of that you have to be at a certain standard to be even given that opportunity to transfer Oh, even sitting here thinking about it, my brain is drawing diagrams. My mind is like making mind maps. Why don't we make this a little series on our podcast? We shall get some naturopaths in, some dietitians in, some occupational therapists, and we can just talk to them. Amazing. Also, if you're a nutrition or health student, listen to the podcast Nutrition Grad with Shani. She's really, really amazing. She interviews um, like all different like health professionals in like the food and nutrition kind of sector yeah. and naturopaths and stuff. And basically they just talk about how they, what they studied and like how they got to their current mm-hmm. career or how they started their business. And it's so interesting because like, you realise that people just do the most random things with a degree that you would never think would link to that. Yeah, that's amazing. That's such an amazing resource because even like yeah. my degree I'm doing now, I'm like, what can I even do afterwards? Uni is not good at helping you know what you can yeah. do afterwards. Or if there is something you can do, 
it's like you have to be a really, really driven or like business-minded person to navigate your way or have parents who have businesses or can help you set something yeah, up. And I have no idea. Literally. Yeah. But also like they give you like a list of like five things that you could be after this degree. Oh, my gosh, but it's like, yeah. There's so many more opportunities. So it's great po- listening to podcasts Delimited. like that. We just hope that at least one person will be listening and feel like they're seen and heard and mm-hmm. that you're not alone. And-, and you're enough just the way you are. Yeah. Like you literally, if you don't want to study, you don't need to study either. Nah. And also I'm learning you actually will never have life altogether, I don't think. We'll always be in different ways in this space between of not knowing yeah. in different ways. Like will be in a more stable but yeah exactly always but like, feel lost in there's some always aspect gonna of be life. unknowns yeah always always like even with the pandemic that was so unknown and now it's just yeah. a way of life that we have to adapt to but it's still unknown yeah that's so true and i think that's what's also making it harder with choosing a degree at this time because we're stuck in yeah. lockdown yeah we're forgetting that this is temporary And it's not the way we're used to living. So I think we're in this space of like, okay, so if I pick this degree, what happens if like I can't actually go out and do it and I can't work in the field because people have to wear masks and have to distance and have to do it over Zoom. (laughs) It's like, is it going to be like this forever? Like it's and then I love travel and I'm like, I would love to be able to like work travel elsewhere with and have, yeah. have consults online or teach, you yeah. know, nutrition education to people in different places. But I'm like, can I travel? Is it not worth doing the degree if I can't use it? So it's a lot of like, I think we need to just sit in the now instead of thinking about, so what's the career going to be? What's the career? Like you should not know that now you're just working on developing skills and meeting networking with people in the field yeah you're right I think there's some statistic that says like on average now people change their careers eight times oh wow that's a lot in like different ways like that makes me feel better actually like obviously maybe if you're you've got a nutrition degree like maybe working in this Oh, it might be like educating people and then consulting with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, Mm. another thing, our career does not dictate who we are. I know a lot of the time it's like that question of like, what do you do? It's like, oh, I'm studying. Oh, I'm a doctor. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That's not who you are. That's not what you do with your whole life. Like, it is consuming and like a lot of the times your career is your – can be – substituted for your identity it can take over yeah and I encourage myself Ariana and everyone else listening like I don't think that should be the way we're out we're out we're still ourselves being lost and not knowing a career as Mm -hmm. much as we are when we're secure and like yes yes like obviously you're thriving and stuff yeah but I'm just saying like you're not losing yourself you're just feeling lost and you're only if you're feeling lost you're only feeling lost with a part of yourself it seems consuming but it's a it's a part because when I think about it I'm like I'm like I have an Instagram account that I think is a joke but then I'm like wait I post on this every day like it's something to me I enjoy I have a community I have friends and then I'm like okay we also have a podcast oh wait I post recipes on a website and then Liana's got 
a blog that she would write on sometimes and she's got her <laughs> I need to get and, that and she's got her, her her business now and she's doing childcare like and when I think about it I'm like wait I'm also working like three random on. casual jobs like we do things okay we have problems <laughs> if you know some good sites we, like we, <laughs> we need to prove ourselves and be doing something but I feel like we're in a good space and I'm proud of I us. I think we need to not be doers and we honest. need to be, we need to just be beers. Like we need to just be and be okay with the now. From doers yes. to beers. Oh my you know? gosh. My boyfriend says that to me all the time. It's like, you're not a human doing, you're a human being. And I'm like, ah, oh. you're right. I reckon we should name that this episode. <laughs> human being, not human doing. <laughs> I'm actually really proud of ourselves for, like, talking about this, though, because it's vulnerable. So let us know when you leave a a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, please. <laughs> let us know what you want to hear. Or are there certain health professionals you want to hear from? Or are you a health professional? And if you're in this space between, reach out and we'd be more than willing to find people say you're interested in doing teaching we'd be more than willing to find people that are studying teaching or oh, yeah. teachers or whatever we we would love love to this isn't just for ourselves them. like no. this is to encourage everyone to live their best lives you know i think our favorite thing is like us being vulnerable gives space for other people to be vulnerable and be like That's sharing where I'm our at. stories will, and our journey will hopefully allow other people to feel like comfortable to do it we're proud of you guys no matter where you are no matter what you're studying no matter if you have every your degree together studying not studying working not working and you're loved in that and out of that i just also wanted to say quickly that our hearts are with all of you who are going through any type of isolation lockdown or just like a hard time during COVID or you've been unwell it's just be kind to yourself it's a really really hard time and also be kind family and friends cut people some slack it is the hardest time so and also we haven't been through this no one gives you a book to teach you how to go through this stuff we don't know what to do we're all lost we're all learning together the prime minister doesn't (laughs) even know give yourself (laughs) grace and your 20s can sometimes be crap they can be. I feel like they're put on this pedestal as like freedom yes. time, fun time, make friends, find your partner, buy a house, all this stuff, buy a house. Like there's so much like, pressure. What? I I live with I live with my parents. I'm have I'm unemployed and I can't decide what to <laughs> yeah. do. to That's the reality. Literally. So you're not alone. No study or anything else that you've been doing in these years of trying to work everything out is wasted. We love you and we're going to leave you. And until next time, drive. Drive.